Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. One of the constants over the last week was watching the apocalyptic fire that took place on Maui, and particularly as it affected the historic town of Lahaina. And it was, it was absolutely terrifying to watch the developments. Now, we've certainly had and continue to have our issues with wildfires in this country, but I also saw raw helicopter footage of uh, Lahaina last night, and it's just utter, total destruction. Had an opportunity last evening to speak uh, with Adam Lightplay. He's a, a producer at Akuku, Akaku Community Media. I'm sorry, Akaku Community Media. That's A-K-A-K-U dot org. That's where you'll find them. A-K-A-K-U. And uh, Adam joins us from Maui today. Adam, thank you so much for the time. Uh, you uh, you wake up this morning in your own bed. So many in, in Maui are not, and you're a native of Maui. Tell us about that a little bit. Tell us about yourself and, and, and about your home, your home island. Okay. Uh, thank you. I'm uh, glad, glad I could be here and share. Um, Maui uh, was my first home. We moved here as kids, and... Uh, Aside from being a beautiful island, it's, it's my hometown, so it, it's in my heart. And I was away for several decades, but managed to find my way back over here a year or so ago, and then up into the mountains a few months ago. Um, it's an interesting island because it's two mountains that uh, with a big central valley in the middle. So that makes us a little different than the other islands. But all of the islands get trade winds from one side, so one side of the island is going to be moist and jungle and tropical, and the other side is more arid and desert, and that's where the beaches are, that's where the tourists love, and that's where, sadly, Lahaina was. It's interesting that you say Lahaina was, because when you and I spoke last <laughs> night, that's what you told me. Uh, it's essentially gone, and I looked at the helicopter footage, which uh, was filmed on Thursday, and the destruction is absolutely devastating. Yeah, I can't believe I just said that, but that uh, you know that section for a few miles there just uh, yeah just got wiped off the map, and yeah, it looked like a war zone, or people were even comparing it to Hiroshima or something. Do you, do you know? Uh, is it known how the fire began? We know that the uh, the hurricane winds certainly fanned the flames tremendously, but is it is it certain that it began with the wind knocking down hydro poles, or is there still some uncertainty? Um, I haven't really heard much about that, and so a lot of my information I'm going to be giving you is secondhand or, or my opinion, but yeah, I wish, I wish I'd heard more about that. I haven't, haven't even heard them address that, but, uh, you know, it was gusts up to 60 or 80 miles an hour, and we're, we're, the, our island structure is wonderful that usually the hurricanes kind of like, you know, they sense a mountain and they go south of us or north of us. And, yeah, every 20 years or so, maybe we get hit by one. But it's wind and rain at the same time. And this was just so strange because it was hot and dry. But then we had gusts up to 80 miles an hour. So things were whipping around. So it wouldn't be surprising that as the you know, electric wires were being blown down all over the place, that some of them would catch fire, and then you just got a blowtorch situation because 
uh, you just got that wind blowing through and uh, and puff, you know, just so fast. Yeah, I uh, I heard reports about people who were stuck in traffic in Lahaina, couldn't get going, and the fire was behind them and gaining on them. And then I heard reports about the fire jumping from one street to another and then jumping back and being so intense that boats that people hope to use to get away in the harbor um, essentially exploded or or went on fire very, very quickly. Can you can you give us a little bit more information on how the fire did behave? Um, well, for, from what I hear, I mean, that, that, you know, that's a pretty good description. Um, somebody had a shot of one building. I heard of one video where the fire moved out a block in 15 seconds or something from one end to the other. So, I mean, there's a lot of talk about early warning and... Uh, we have sirens that are designed for, you know, tsunamis, more likely uh, tidal waves coming in and warnings like that. And uh, so the power, I think, was already out uh, and the, uh, the cell towers were already out. So people were kind of in a communication vacuum. So people are jumping on the fact that the sirens didn't go off. And in, in my personal opinion, yeah, I mean, we should look into that. But that might have given people maybe, you know, a couple more minutes warning. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't change the fact that the city just got raised. I mean, once it started burning, uh, it's uh, it's a historic town, and there was uh, you know the the desire, and I think there were preservation committees that you know your buildings had to look like they'd originally been built in the 1800s. It looked kind of like a western town because that was when it was first uh, settled by us white people, and. Um, it uh, so it, it looked like a western town. So it was a beautiful, airy, and wooden, and and nice. But uh, unfortunately, it was a tinderbox when this when this blowtorch came through. Yeah, you said uh, a few minutes ago that it was like Hiroshima when you look at the film you were producing during all of this. As you're producing the the segments and you're seeing the video come in, and and you live in uh, Maui, and it's it's. I mean, you said to me it's like paradise. It's where you really feel privileged to live. It must have been personally a, a heart-wrenching, heartbreaking to see what you saw. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I'm i I'm less emotional than some people, so I just kind of disconnect and, and give the news. But people around me were, you know, in tears. And, uh, you know, and we'd get a new piece of footage. Hey, so-and-so's got this footage. Because we, we normally do like a 20-minute afternoon news show. And uh, then, but... The last three days, we were on the air four or five hours live. Just, you know, this just handed to me, and I was on the teleprompter typing up the latest info from the county and warnings and road closures. And then we'd, oh, we got another piece of footage. We got another piece of footage. And some of us, some of them would land, and we'd throw them on the air, and all of us in the studio would just, our jaws would drop and go, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, geez. You know, especially that first helicopter flyover they did the next day. And then I think a civil defense guy did some drone footage, which is just, you know, it's almost artistic like a movie. It's like beautiful and horrible at the same time. Yeah, the only is. thing standing is the cement walls, but everything else that's wooden is just gone. And all the burnt out cars. So, yeah, people being trapped, I can't imagine what, what that was like in that situation. And we don't likely know what all the casualty numbers are yet. No, no, I think we're up to about 80 or so officially, but I mean, they were, they were kind of dropping hints, uh, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, we can't go in there until we clear out 
you know, <laughs> they don't complete the sentence or uh, whatever. But, you know, I heard they had cadaver dogs in yesterday. So, you know, there are probably a lot of people that were sheltering or hiding, whatever. So that's why they have a curfew on the town and, uh, you know, just stay out of the danger, you know, the, the bad areas. It, you know, it's toxic, it's burned, it's crumbling. And they got to go in there first thing and, you know, get out any bodies. So it'll probably go up to, uh, I don't know, I mean, probably at least a few hundred, hopefully not anything more horrible than that. But, uh, uh, yeah, there's there's some people to be found there. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you said when we spoke last night, and again, I appreciate you getting up early to talk to me and to talk to my listeners across Canada today and uh, we're speaking with Adam Lightplay from akaku.org, the Channel 53 on Maui. Um, you said, though, one particularly remarkable, and it is worth remarking on, fact is how people stood with one another, backed one another up, were there to help each other. Yeah, I mean, I, I've... I've always felt delighted to be on Maui. You know, some people are, you know, expecting the apocalypse, or, you know, civilization to crumble. And I've always thought if it did, this is where I'd want to be on this little pocket of people. And I, I lived on the big island. We had some uh, some lava flows that took out some neighborhoods and some sections back in 2018. And, you know, we're like any community. People, you know, you know, get cranky with each other. But when when things when the chips are down, the people just come together, and it's just like, what do you need? So, you know, a lot of the residents on Lahaina side fortunately had relatives over on the other parts of the island, and they're staying with them. But the shelters opened up, and and the stuff just flows. It's like, what do you need? And so, you know, a big part of our news was, here's the donation fight. Here's what we need, water, food, baby supplies, drop them off here. And then other people show up to distribute. So the community just comes together. It's like, okay, this is what we're doing this week. We're taking care of each other. And I even heard of some of the shelters saying, uh, you know, you know, we're good. We don't need any more volunteers. Thank you. But, you know, we don't know what the, you know, we, we got all the volunteers we can handle to distribute this stuff. So there's just a giant influx of food and water at several different uh, central locations and, you know, where people can drive through and pick up what they need, you know, no big vetting process, no are you really destitute. It's like, hey, you need something, take it. You got something, leave it for some other people. Thank you. So that's, uh, you know, that's the humanity, and I, I hope that's the takeaway and the beauty, uh, you know, uh, out of all this uh, tragedy. Yeah, it's the human spirit. Uh, sometimes when things are at their worst, the human spirit is at its best, and that, I'm sure, is what you're seeing on Maui. Adam, thank you so much. I know your days have been extremely long, and I appreciate you getting up. You you intended to sleep longer, but uh, you volunteered to come on the air with us. So thank you again. Okay, my, my pleasure. Happy to share. And, uh, you know, most of the island's safe and sound, and some people are going through some serious stuff. But, uh Thanks for checking in. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.